0: Welcome to the Pearl of Great Prize podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 10th of May, and on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1886, and we travel to Basel in Switzerland, where Karl Barth, the most influential Protestant theologian of the 20th century, was born. His life's work and thought can be best considered in his monumental four-volume church dogmatics which runs to over 6 million words and 9,000 pages it is one of the longest works of systematic theology ever written. Through it he attempted to realign Protestant theology by stressing the holy otherness of God. He is credited in recovering the centrality of the doctrine of the Trinity and also in reappropriating the Christology of the ancient church into mainstream Protestant thinking. He was also one of the leaders of the Christ- Christian intellectual opposition to the Nazis from within Germany. Responsible for the writing of the Barmen Declaration, which clearly and bravely rejected the influence of Nazism on German Christianity. He was concerned by what he saw as the dominance of a 19th century liberal theology and in particular its tendency towards an anthropocentrism. That is reducing faith, Christian faith to human categories and human experiences and sidelining the divine. He realised that that 19th century theology had failed to make significant inroads into the 20th century due to the traumatic experience of the First World War. This growing disillusionment was confirmed when the Manifesto of 93 German intellectuals to the civilised world was signed by his influential teacher Adolf von Harnack. This manifesto was a nationalistic response to the negative image of Germany being portrayed in the press by other countries and articulated a moral indignation laying charges against those who had wronged the German nation. In light of this, Bart concluded that he could not follow this school of theology's understanding of the Bible and history any longer. And he re-examined his own theological principles. He increasingly became more critical of liberal theology. And how he felt it had lost its purpose. And particularly became hijacked by historical methodology. One example would be the supposed quest for the historical Jesus. Jesus which he perceived was often motivated more by a desire to produce an alternative Christology than a true historical search. This would be taken to its logical conclusion in Rudolf Bultmann's book New Testament and Mythology where he argued that it was no longer plausible to demand that Christians accept the mythical world picture of the New Testament Bultmann suggested that the Bible should be demythologized, and that Jesus' humanity be emphasised as a great moral teacher rather than a miracle worker. A leading sociologist of religion, Linda Woodhead, describes the shift of Protestant liberalism as its responses to the challenges of modernity particularly the advances and discoveries that were being made in the Enlightenment. But ultimately, this turn to modernity failed. Bart's disillusionment with the liberal theology in which he had been trained led him to write a book in 1919 called The Epistle to the Romans, in which he resolved to read the New Testament differently. In the second edition of this popular book Bart argued that God who is revealed in the life, death and resurrection of Jesus challenges and overthrows any attempt to ally God with human culture's achievements or possessions. The book's popularity led to its republication and reprinting in several languages. Twelve years later Bart's thesis was put to the test as the Protestant church in Germany attempted to come to terms with the Third Reich. The dominant German evangelical church had embraced many of the nationalistic and racial aspects of Nazi ideology and sought the creation of a national Reich church and supported a Nazified version of Christianity which was called the German Christians. Barth opposed this and was largely responsible for the writing of the Barmen Declaration which rejected the influence of Nazism on German Christianity by arguing that the church's allegiance to the God of Jesus Christ should give it the impetus and the resources to resist the influence of other lords such as as the German Fuhrer Adolf Hitler. Bravely Bart mailed this declaration to Hitler personally. This would become one of the founding documents of the Confessing Church. And Bart was elected as a member of its leadership council. And he urged his friend Dietrich Bonhoeffer to return to Germany. See the pod of April the 8th. However, when he himself refused to swear an oath to Hitler, he had to return to his native Switzerland, where he assumed a chair in the systematic theology at the University of Basel. After the end of the Second World War, Bart became an important voice in support both of German penitence and of reconciliation with churches abroad. As his international influence grew, he was invited to be a guest at the Second Vatican Council. At the time, however, Bart's health did not permit him to attend. However, he was able to visit the Vatican and be a guest of the Pope in 1967, after which he wrote the small volume Ad Limina Apostolorum, at the threshold of the Apostles. Bart's intellect reached beyond the limits that usually restricted Protestant theologians, and he constantly broke new ground. For instance, he wrote on the topic of Mariology, the theological study of Mary, a controversial point between Protestants and Catholics. Bart's views on the subject agreed with much Roman Catholic dogma. But he disagreed with the Catholic veneration of Mary. And Bart was also featured on the cover of Time magazine, an indication that his influence had reached out of academic and ecclesiastical circles and into mainstream American religious culture. His five volume Church Dogmatics is his great theological legacy. And attempted to reorient all theological discussion around the figure of Jesus. The original White Whale edition spreads out into 18 hardback copies. And is called so because of the custom binding from the publisher. Dealing with the doctrine of the word of God. The doctrine of God the doctrine of creation, the doctrine of reconciliation and the doctrine of redemption, it is one of the longest works of systematic theology ever written. Some have compared it to Aquinas' Summa Theologica. Church Dogmatics was co-authored with his assistant Charlotte von Kirchbaum Theirs was an unusually intense relationship. She was working full time for Bart as a secretary and assistant preparing his lectures. However, in October 1929, she moved into Bart's household with Bart's wife Nellie and children to continue academic theological work, where she remained for nearly 40 years. Her presence in the Bart household Resulted in duress in the family at times. And led to speculation that was confirmed by the release of many personal letters between Bart and Kirchbaum in 2017. However, after Bart died in 1968, his wife Nellie Bart continued to visit Charlotte in hospital. That's all from the Pearl of great price today join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of Comgall, some consider to be the founder of Irish monasticism and its impact on the global church I hope you've enjoyed listening please subscribe and leave a comment on the blog if you have time at www.pogp.net if you'd like to respond directly then email us show on pogppod at gmail.com And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.